Hi, and welcome to the Free to Be Authentic podcast. I am Durga Magneta. I am an intuitive coach, an empathic healer, a teacher, and an author. And for over 20 years, I've been helping people just like you find more peace, tranquility, and empowerment. So take a nice deep breath, grab a cup of tea, and enjoy the show. Welcome to episode four, Understanding the 1111. In the last episode, you uncovered your past lives, and now it's time to go into a whole new topic with lots of possibility. If you're like me, you've been noticing the clock almost every time it's 1111 or 111 or any other number sequence, but the 1111 actually has a specific meaning that I wanted to cover today. And this is very exciting. I'm going to do my best to give you what I understand the 1111 is. I'm going to talk a little bit about my experience with it, how I've seen the 1111's effect on the world, what you can expect, and then we'll go into a visualization meditation to help really bring in the energies that the 1111 represents. Back when I started to become aware of my own spirituality, I became aware of the 1111. It's when I started just waking up and looking at the clock and it was 1111 or 111. And it was intriguing and it was a little eerie. It was spooky. I didn't know what it meant. And I was working at a metaphysical bookstore in Massachusetts at the time. And I was telling the lady who owned the place what was happening with the 1111. And she said, wait one moment. And she came back with a book and it said 1111 on it and that was the title of the book and it was one of those spooky moments where you get the chills and it's like you have this big piece of a puzzle that's so intriguing. This The book 1111 is by a woman named Solara who is a spiritually awake being. She knows that she's a divine soul in a human incarnation and she's fully awake and she wrote this book and Originally, it was really hard for me to digest the whole thing. It took a long time to get it, and there's still some things that I'm not sure about with her book. But I will tell you what I understand, what I'm seeing happening, and maybe that can be something that's helpful to you. Basically, how she describes it is that the 1111 is a portal to a new level of consciousness that will open up in the world. It's a new, it's the fifth dimension, it's the age of Aquarius, it's the golden age as listed in the Bible, the new age. So this is a point in time where mankind is evolving into a much higher level of awareness and and becoming more heart-centered, becoming more solution-oriented. As Einstein said, we cannot solve a problem with the same consciousness that was used to create it. And that's exactly right. Solara describes a lot of it as we're going home to heaven. Okay, as scary as that sounds, it sounds like we're dying. Part of us is dying, but really we're staying in the world and heaven is going to be, it's heaven on earth. And that's been prophesized for a long, long time. So basically we've been in the Piscean age, I believe since the Christ era, where we evolve through separation and darkness and fear and these ego structures that keep us from truly loving, if I'm going to put it really basically. And so now these ego structures are dismantling and we're starting to notice 
people reflecting higher levels of consciousness and more heart-centered words and behaviors. So basically, evolving through the Piscean Age is just really painful. And there's just been a lot of suffering, lack and limitation, struggle. All of those things definitely served a purpose because it, it does bring us to a greater capacity to love. It makes us a lot stronger. But as we enter the New Age or the Aquarian Age, we're going to notice that those problems, we're not going to be faced with the same problems as we move forward. This New Age is going to be about expansion. I don't know if anyone else has noticed, but there's been a lot of young engineer type brilliant young adults coming up with these amazing innovative solutions for the environment and for other things. This is the kind of thing that you're going to start seeing more of is where we have to absolutely think outside of the box to help propel forward in a way that's actually productive. A lot of the systems that we have in place are not effective, obviously. Environmentally, uh, also the way we eat. There's a lot of things that we're doing that are really just causing more problems than solving them. With the Aquarian Age, we're going to have the wisdom, the insights, and the brilliance to start restructuring things so that they work a lot better and we can live more in harmony with the world and what the, what the planet needs and helping each other rather than just surviving in the fear of not having enough. It was soon after the discovery and the realization of the 1111 that I needed to go through my awakening process, which included really becoming aware of the false ego structures that my mind thought were, were keeping me safe. The ego mind perceives both inadequacy and superiority, and you're either you're, you might flip flop back and forth between the two. But as your mind perceives you as not enough, it needs to form these ego structures to keep you safe. And that's when you start overcompensating and just being somebody that you're not. And really, people can tell when you're doing that. They can sniff out the BS, so to speak. And the waking up process for many and for myself was very, very painful because I really thought that's who I was. And when it started to dismantle it was a very painful process. But then I started stepping forth as to who I really am, and I'm aware now, and I function differently. I'm not as violent. I'm not as victimized. What does it mean to be awake? What does it mean to be conscious? When you're awake and you're conscious, you make conscious decisions based on a heart-centered belief system. So you no longer need to overcompensate for what you feel are lacking. You don't need people to see you in a different light to feel that you're good. You really can just relax into who you are and not be afraid to be more heart-centered. And you can accept vulnerability into in a new level. That's what it means when you meet someone who's just really genuine. They look you in the eye, they speak from the heart, you don't detect anything that's not true, and it really makes you like the person more. So you liking them is not built on what they've done who they think they are, and the image that they're portraying. That's the difference. People can just be, and that's more than good enough. From the egotistical structures of being unconscious, they have to actually build a facade around them that makes them okay. And it's very sad because we're never inadequate, and we're never better. We just are. So in the ego world, you're either one or the other, or you flip-flop back and forth. It's a very difficult way to live because you're really always hiding and really, it's really exhausting having to be something that you're not, and people feel that they have to do that to be adequate. Let's talk about the things you notice as you become more awake. 
and spiritually aware and conscious. I noticed that emotionally over the years that things don't trigger me the way that they used to. I'm able to stay calm. I'm able to stay calm in ways that I really couldn't before. I'm able to maneuver through things using my intuition rather than going to reaction or try and protect myself or defend myself. I'm able to own my stuff. If I'm being false in any way, I'll take a look at my behavior. It's part of yoga to practice swadhyaya, which is self-study. So I'm always aware of, am I being my most authentic self in this moment? Or am I, what am I doing? <laughs> and I'll always take a look at that and make adjustments. It's always my intention to just be real and be true and be loving, even in the face of adversity. I've also noticed food sensitivities, toxin sensitivities. I can no longer tolerate the company of real toxic people, and in no way will I allow myself to be toxic in any way. I would never have watched the news because it was banking on the fear base of the average human psyche where we wanted the drama and the terrible things to feed off of. And that's, they figured that that's what sold because it did. The way we're programmed now is that we actually like the pain of all the terrible things going on. On some level we do. It's an addiction to pain. Um, but what I'm noticing in the media is that it's the media's in the news are more heart-centered. They talk about happy things. They talk about responsible journalism which is based in truth and not trying to hook you in with your fears and feed off of them. There's a lot of people too becoming more energetically sensitive and needing to adjust their lives to cater to that. Before we go into meditation, I wanted to tell you a little story about this. The book 1111, I believe, and what she was saying was that January 1st, 2011, we were supposed to be entering this new dimension. So of course, I get all excited and my friend and I go to Santa Monica Beach. It was freezing. December 31st, it was absolutely freezing. We bought a we brought a little something to drink and it was, yay, we're going to have this new era. Everything was going to be different. We were going to feel better. Life was going to get good. <laughs> and looking back, it's so funny that I thought that that was true because the 11-11 is a process of unfolding. And what you find is that it isn't necessarily about things changing, although of course things will change. It's how you see it. It's how you deal with it. And it's how you process the information eternally that shows you're adjusting to a new way of being. So it's not about having everything perfect. It's about not minding that things are the way they are. And that's a, an incredible art form. Just something to think about. So let's begin our meditation on the 11-11. You're gonna start in a seated position. Take some nice deep breaths into the bottom of your stomach. Notice any tightness or tension. You can shrug your shoulders, take a nice deep breath, and let it all go. Bring your attention to the center of your chest, your feeling center. This is the seat of your soul. Take a moment and just feel your body. I'm going to set a deep intention to welcome in the highest level of consciousness and conscious awareness into your mind, your heart, your soul, and your body. 
This is the highest level of who you are, and this is what's coming into your body to live in the world as you. So your, your egoic awareness and your higher spiritual consciousness are blending into the perfect combination so that you're this light being with your own humanity. You can still be yourself, but you're clear, you're calm, you're peaceful, you're innovative, you're enlightened. You to be in the world, and heaven is coming into the world. When you see the 1111 on the clock, it's a cellular memory that this awakening was going to happen. And we all knew it coming into this lifetime, that there was going to be a big evolutionary change. And that's the excitement of being here. That's why it seems that all of the hardship and, and tumultuous things we've had to experience have been propelling us towards this moment. We can look to those things with gratitude. Feel the peace and the knowing come into your heart and your mind. Take a moment and see the world renewed See a world where people live in harmony with one another and that the systems we have in place benefit the good of all, including our planet. Feel the peace of the new paradigm, the fifth dimension. Allow yourself to be free from perceptive limitations, from financial limitations. As we allow struggle to become unnecessary, it no longer serves a purpose. What you're gonna notice too is you feel so much love for people. We won't hide the fact that we love people, we'll say it. We will do things to show that we love them. And our creativity will just blossom and even go to the next level, you're gonna notice lots more genius coming into the world, whether it's art or innovation that helps the world shift and become more sustainable. Feel the energy of the new paradigm come into your body and every cell and fiber of your being. What does it feel like to be in the fifth dimension? What does it feel like to live as the higher part of your soul and to still enjoy the person you are? How does it feel to be completely authentic? You're gonna notice a very calm state of mind. The peace is just being. The peace you feel is not reliant on outside circumstances. You have the ability to be peaceful and happy regardless of what seems to be going on outside of you. And as you shine your light, it will be contagious and all the lights in the hearts of the world will be lit. And we can all come together in a way that we've always wanted to. We can all come back together in a loving space 
and enjoy life to the absolute fullest. Just take a moment and feel that. Take a moment and feel gratitude for these changes because we've been so hungry for them. Take a moment and breathe. Feel your body and come back to the present moment and open your eyes. Put a smile on your face. You can also write down any insights that you've received. You can download this episode and listen to it as often as possible. The 1111 book is written by Solara, S-O-L-A-R-A. I'm not sure if it's still in print, but you can probably get your hands on a copy. But you know what it means to you, and I really think that's the most important thing. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please hit subscribe. If you'd like to support the show, there's a Patreon button here on the site, along with incentives for subscribers. Please share this with anyone you feel may enjoy this. If you have any ideas for future podcasts, please shoot me an email at freetobeauthentic at gmail.com. If you would like to book a private session, please go to freetobeauthentic.com. There's a new client special button that will save you 25% on your first session. I'll see you next time.